everyone. Welcome back to a very special episode of Apologetically Me. I'm Maggie. I'm Special Wanda. Well, I'm just Maggie? Anyways, uh, so the reason why it's special is because this is our 10th episode. Um, who would have thought we've been going on for this long? Um, thank you to Wanda, my other half, my significant other. Um, I love you. I wouldn't do this podcast without you. I couldn't do this podcast without you. I'm so happy we've been around for this long. Um, and thank you to the fans, too, for, for keeping us motivated. I mean, like, we, we did this as a creative outlet, and we thought it'd be really fun, and we're really narcissistic and love the sound of our voices. So this was, like, all a plus. So we really love all your support. Yeah, what she said. Great. Anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, this, this was fun. Yeah, so today's episode is going to be online dating. We're, we are going to have a special guest join us. Um, we're going to talk about the world of online dating, the stigma around it. We're going to play some games. But before we get into that, Wanda, tell the people what you got going on. So I guess it's not what I have going on, but the Asian community at large. So um, by the time this episode comes out, it's probably been almost a week that this has happened. But what happened with the, in Atlanta and the shooter that killed eight back that cops and the media are kind of downplaying what he did as it wasn't a hate crime it was just oh he could have chose anyone but it just so happened to be eight asian not a hate crime though yeah like they're the sheriff was saying oh the guy had a bad day yeah i have bad days i don't kill eight people when i have bad days maybe one person i'm kidding I don't kill anyone. Everything that's been going on, I guess, with like what's happening with like older Asian people and like the getting assaulted in broad daylight and everything. Like, why? Like, why are you doing this? And why isn't like the police officers and the media doing anything to, I guess, stop this? But also, why aren't they doing anything to denounce the fact that what's happening? Why are we supporting white supremacy? Yeah, exactly. I couldn't have said it better. I, I don't understand like, no, I do understand what's going on. It's because Asians have just been like kind of brushed under the rug for so long. And they, they like people see them as like close to white people, anyways. So things that happen to the Asian community, it just gets brushed under the rug, like, oh, whatever, like insignificant. Like Asian people only matter when they fit into the narrative of like Hollywood's thing, like to be sexualized or whatever. Like, the guy was an incel. Also, I don't like seeing the guy's face everywhere. I really wish I could report it. I don't want to know his name. But they're putting his face everywhere. They're, people are defending him. And it's just, like, it, it's disgusting. It's horrible. And I don't like that. It seems like every year we need to have, like, a different movement. Like, last year was Black Lives Matter. This year is now, hate, like, stop Asian hate. Like, when is this going to end? When can we all agree that hate crimes racism is bad like how many movements do we need until it's finally like oh okay white supremacy is bad as a side note don't post yellow squares on your social media it's racist yeah. please don't do that i don't know why people were doing that um yeah i sent i saw a tweet and i sent it to wanda um it made me sad but it also made me kind of laugh yeah like, I think it's funny, and I hope it comes from a good place where they're like, oh, I'm just doing this to raise awareness. Racism is bad. Don't kill people. It has not ended. Despite mm -hmm. our episode four of talking about Asians, 
racism has not ended. We don't have as much influence as we thought we did, Wanda. Okay, Maggie, what is your update this week? I don't want to go from like your like very current relevant update to my like like shallow like puppy one. So I started watching Baby Daddy because Wanda described it very well, and my friends also described it well. Like they've been talking about it for years, and I was never sold. I was like, okay, I finally have like Disney Plus. I need another show to binge. Let's do this. So in the show, there's like a love triangle. Like two guys are in love with the one girl. One girl loves the one guy back and forth, blah, blah, blah. And the suspense was killing me. And everyone knows about like everyone knows how it ends because the show's over now. And like people kept talking about it. I told someone about it. They Googled it. They saw how it ended. And I'm like, fuck, everyone knows but me. This is like unfair. So then I caved because no one would give me any hints. All I asked was, is it a happy ending? Is it an ending that I would have wanted? I I guess like in hindsight now, I guess I can see that's a really big spoiler. But anyways, I caved. I Googled it. I got people really upset with me. I have betrayed trust. A good segue to my beef of the week, as I mentioned, is Maggie literally begged me on multiple occasions to tell her what happened like she was like give me any hint like am I going to be happy with it is it one of the brothers like who does she who does she end up with oh by the way the love triangle is between two brothers but the timing what did is I say never right you just said two two guys but like I'm just oh, specifying okay, yeah. it's two brothers so it makes it even worse um and then I was like, no, I can't tell you. Like, I hope no, like, make sure no one else tells you either. She even sent me screenshots of like her other friends being like, oh, like, I'll tell you a hint or something, but it was a very vague hint. So it didn't really help at all. And then she was like, please, I'm dying here. Please just tell me. And I'm like, no, you have to watch it because the entire premise of the show is based on like who she ends up with. Like, that's the big, like, will they won't they cliffhanger that like goes all the way until like season five season six ish um and then she decides a few days ago to google it because even though i explicitly said do not google this do not spoil it for yourself she came to me tail between her legs being like hey i googled it and i'm so sorry but like why why did you need to google this because I need to know everything. Knowledge is power, okay? I have no regrets about this. I can watch this happily now. But like you ruined the surprise. Like that was like that was like the who big likes, thing of the show. Like like surprises. Tell me, who likes surprises? Basically, like she ruined the show for herself. Maggie does this all the time. She always reads like the Wikipedia page of shows and stuff, even if she doesn't watch them. Like sometimes I'll tell her to watch something and she's like, Well, I Wikipedia it and I don't think I'll like it. I'm like, Well, you miss a lot of like the nuances and everything. Like imagine if you Googled Baby Daddy and what happened, you wouldn't care. But like now that you've watched it, you're invested and you're like, Yes, I care about the outcome of this now, you know? But now I care even harder. No, you don't. You, yeah, I do. I still watch it. The moment that I found out who she finally ended up with was like a relief. Like it was like a breath of fresh air. I was so like, yes, like finally, they finally decided on who it was. And it was a good moment. It was like good TV. So like delayed gratification. You just don't like being left out. I, I'm a homo person. You, you were watching the show. You would have you would have <laughs> finished it. Like, come on. 
please please stop excluding me i just want to fit in i just want to talk what everyone else is talking about okay we weren't talking about it to you. We we're just saying like, oh, it's a good show. Or like, we'll make references. We're all rubbing it in my face. <laughs> um, this is why it made me think that people bully her. Moving on. my I don't really have any beef this week, but I have a crush of the week. Um, okay. My crush of the week. Oh, it's a mix. No, okay. My crush of the week is Dua Lipa. I don't know if you've seen her Grammy performance. I have been watching it on repeat. She is the most beautiful person alive. Like, holy shit. She's amazing. First of all, levitating song slaps. Um, Don't Stop Now also slaps. She looked amazing. Choreography, amazing. Performance, great. Vocals, great. That's it. That's all I have to say. Yeah, I didn't watch the Grammys, and apparently a lot of people didn't watch the Grammys because, like, it was like, what, 50% decrease in viewership? Our topic this week, we will be joined by a guest later, but our topic is online dating from faux pas to yes pas. Can you tell <laughs> I came up with that? Because, like, it's brilliant. Like, <laughs> and then I, I didn't laugh, but now the second I read it out, <laughs> it's really funny. Uh, so today's topic is online dating. Um, is it from faux pas to yes pas? Is it better for girls or guys? Um, we're going to have a special guest join us later, giving us the male perspective, because apparently girls' perspectives, well, it's only one-sided. We need the 360 point of view. Okay, so what is online dating? Um, well, pretty self-explanatory, dating online. Um, but Wanda, tell the people how you think the stigma has changed over the years. I think it's gotten a lot better. Like, even the last like five or six years like just the evolution of like people meeting and like um getting together because of it and like getting married because of it like now it's almost it's like an acceptable form now it's like as acceptable as like hitting someone up in a coffee shop and being like yeah that's her that's her meeting story you know so it's like I'm glad that's happening because like I remember like six years ago everyone was like oh I don't want to go on that that's so like not trashy but it's like people just didn't really want to admit that they were on like online dating yeah um 100 i think even to this day i think there's still a little bit of weird stigma around it like you know not with maybe maybe it, it is with our friends like no with our friends it's kind of like oh so you met on tinder but people won't admit that they met on tinder mm-hmm. like they're they're afraid to admit it so there is still like kind of a weird stigma around it because I think those dating apps have the stigma of hookups or like you're just there for like a casual thing and like you're embarrassed that the casual thing turns serious. Yeah. Or that like um, you didn't meet in a traditional way or like you it might be like a self-conscious thing where it's like, oh, I couldn't meet people just naturally or how like other people meet people so then I have to hide how I actually met someone you know I personally think that there is no really big difference between online dating and in-person dating so realistically I I would prefer the rom-com version the meet cute but let's be real here ladies if a man approaches you in a grocery store Mm -hmm. you're probably gonna run away especially with a mask on yeah you don't I don't trust you like I only see the first half of your face yeah Um, Yeah. So no. So like what I'm saying is online dating and in-person dating is very similar. Like you're, you're judging people based off how they look, right? Online dating is a little bit better because they have kind of 
an intro of like, look, this is how old they are. Look, this is what their bio says. Would you get along with them? Do you think they're funny? Whereas like in person, it's just looks like you're going to approach someone based off how they look. You don't know their personality yet. And from like another perspective, too, it's like people have said that like online dating have made females more shallow and stuff because like you maybe like look at someone for like 10 seconds and then you choose to make that decision to swipe left or swipe right right so I think it's kind of the same as like in person where it's like you're 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 still shallow if you approach someone (laughs) because like you don't know what their personality is unless you've been watching them from across the way for the last 30 minutes and then at which point that's kind of creepy yeah I think it's just about because like technology is so new it's just about waiting for the older generation to accept it I think maybe they're the ones with all the stigma because I think like millennials gen z's like they're all pretty okay with online dating I think it depends on the like on the person like but it's not one of those like you don't get judged for it at all Mm -hmm. I know there's a weird stereotype with guys um so like some context there's like some drama going on in the tiktok community and the one guy was quoted saying men who use dating apps are weak and then mm-hmm. all his ex-girlfriends came out and they're like, wait a minute, we met on a dating app. A lot of people who use those, who like say those things are also the same people who use like the apps and everything, but they're like trying to hide it and deflect and everything. So so we talked about the stigma behind online dating. What are some online dating app stereotypes? I'm going to go like app by app through the years kind of thing. Okay. Nice. Um, so I think... What started it all, and like, correct me if I'm wrong, I think it's Christian Mingle. What about the harmony? Oh, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. I, my mind is just like Christian Mingle. That's, <laughs> but because that's what you're I was really thinking. Christian, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, eHarmony. That was like the OG, the website and everything. The stereotype for that, I think, is like older people trying to find love. I think how eHarmony marketed themselves, but yeah, how they marketed themselves was like, if you're ready for marriage. Mm -hmm. And I remember back in the day, I would sign my friends up as a joke, but it's a very long process. There's like 10 10 pages you have to fill out of like really dedicated questionnaires. And then you'd have to pay for it on top of that to get your matches. So I guess like after that, like what was kind of big was like, okay, Cupid. Oh, really? I didn't know that. So, like, they've OkCupid has been around for a very long time. The person who created it also wrote a very interesting book about it. Highly recommend. Very good read if you're into, like, uh, data and information, like, or, like, general information about, like, dating sites and everything. Like, um, in the book, there's this thing where it's, like, as men get older, their taste in women are still around the same 20 to 25 range. But, like, as women get older, they like they want men to like be older than them until they get to a point of like forty and fifty, and then they want the men to be younger than them. Gross. I I don't know if I have any like stereotypes for that. For like, I loved it because you could just answer a bunch of questions. Like kind of like they always had those like, um, how would you raise your like how would you raise your children or something like. Uh, are you super religious or like they just and I was like fun going through all those questions and like learning about yourself rather than like actually finding people on there it used to be really good I think I I used it like a long time ago and I remember 
like it would match you. It would give you like a percentage of who you'd match with based mm-hmm. off the questions you answered. And it's fun looking at other people's questions too, because they throw some like left field ones out there. Like, would you date a serial killer? Or like, would you have sex on top of a grave or something? And those were like, no to me. I mean, no judgment to people, but like, that's not what I'm looking for. So it's it's funny to see other people's responses too, if they make them public. Yeah. Um, I think over the years, I think I checked it out too, like recently, and it's gotten really bad. I think the guy sold it to someone and they just like ruined the interface. Is there like a stereotype that goes with it though? Like, I don't. I I don't remember. I don't think so. I just thought it was like a generic one. I think no. when I did start like seriously online dating, OkCupid was the first one I went to. So now I'm thinking I signed up because I heard it was a little bit more like serious. Personal. Yeah. Serious and personal than mm-hmm. Tinder. Because yeah. I was like, yeah, I would love to know people's personality. Like personality is a huge thing to me. But then you have to find a balance because sometimes personality isn't it, ladies. Ouch. Said what I said. Let's Ouch. do personality matter, okay? <laughs> uh, love is not blind. And then Tinder was a huge thing. Yes. The iconic movement of like going from web to mobile, which was nice. like it spurred the whole like I call that the, what is it, the mobile dating age, where it's, like, it just started all the other, like, mobile, like, Bumble, Hinge, and everything after that. If you really think about it, the stereotype's not that great for that app. Mm -mm. No. It's been pretty toxic since it came out, because it was, like, the first of its kind. Mm -hmm. I think it got the blunt of all the critics, all the technology critics, where it's, like, it's a hookup app, like, people are only on there to, like, have sex. Like, you're only judging people based off looks, which is, yeah, accurate. But it's, like, how you also meet people in person. Um, I personally don't love Tinder. I, I mean, it's quick. It's cool. Um, it gets the job done. It gets the job done. How do you react when you see people you know on Tinder? I think it's funny. And I always, I used to always swipe right. And then I'd be like, hey, fancy seeing you here. I don't like it because the people who see me always super like me. And I'm like, why did you do this? Why did you waste your super like on me? And they're like, haha, I'm not going to use it anyways. I think that's part of the stigma too, right? Like seeing people on there, you're like, like, why are you on there? Even though you're on there at the same time kind of thing. Like it makes you a bit uncomfortable. So I think like being like accepting that and like just like... I don't know, liking them, unliking them, doesn't matter what you do, just but like just accepting it that they're there and then just like move on. I was talking to my friend about networking and I was like, you know what? Think about it like dating. I think personally networking is way more fun than dating. But if you think about it like that, kind of the same. Like you're gonna stalk the guy a little bit beforehand. Um, mm-hmm. you're gonna find out his interests. Um, you're gonna share like interesting things about yourself. You're genuinely like interested in getting to know the person more. Working and dating are the same. Yeah, I think I've said this before where it's like a coffee chat is basically like a first date, like a coffee chat with like a recruiter or something. I love coffee chats. I would not. I think I find dating much easier than networking, even though it's very similar, right? But it's like one is just easier. Like one I feel more myself in where I can be more myself. The other one is like the professional Wanda, the in a blazer Wanda. So Maybe professional Maggie is my default. Yeah. Maybe that's who you are truly inside. I vaguely remember 
going to like one of my first high school parties and I was meeting this person and I shook their hand. And then afterwards I walked away. I was like, hmm, why did I shake their hand? That's a little bit weird. You know that thing where it's like always be selling, but like always be networking? (laughs) That's me. What came subsequently to Tinder, which was Bumble. Um, from when I used to go on it, I always found that the guys were way more attractive. And um, recently, I just learned that they have like a great call to action as well. So if you don't like, because it's always the girls that message first on Bumble, right? So if you the female doesn't message the guy within 24 hours, then like the match disappears, which I think that's great because like sometimes like people just never talk. Or like never say anything to you and they just stay there forever. But the fact that there's like an expiring match, it really increases that urgency to start talking. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's it's really great. And I like, so before, like with online dating, I was always like, oh, the guy should message me first. Like, why should I do it? Like, he needs to show that he's interested in me. But then I was talking to my friend about it and I thought about it some more too. It's like, now it like gets rid of the mystery and the suspense there of mm-hmm. you match now what? Now the girl knows she's the one to do it. Like there's a clear call to action. You're right. And the fact that they have like a networking option on there as well. Like I don't know how comfortable I would be to be using Bumble for networking because I feel like there's a very fine line there between like, is this a date or like, is this actually like a networking opportunity? What pictures would you use? My LinkedIn photo. But. How many like professional pictures can people really have? Like uh, I have two, maybe. Professional from all angles. Side <laughs> profile, other side profile, front from the front, from the back. And then there's Hinge, which I never got to use because it came out only like a couple like a not a couple, but like a few years ago. I I've used Hinge before. Um so the stereotype around Hinge was that like if you're looking for a really serious relationship, that's the app you want to get. And um People, I think like Hinge's marketing too is it's designed to be deleted. So it's encouraging people to like meet up, get rid of the app mm-hmm. and find your really significant other. Um, I personally don't love Hinge though, because it's still like the same thing where it's like, who's going to message first? Like, I don't know. Mm. Um, and yeah, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan of it, but I think with online dating, I am very moody. And I think a lot of girls can relate to this too. Like we go through periods where we have it, periods where we delete it. Mm-hmm. I think like the longest I've had, it was like three, four months. I think I would go through like, um, when I used to use it, like I would create an account, go through it and be like, okay, I'm tired of like all of these guys, delete my account and then start again, like a like a few weeks later or a few months later or something. And then like... I would like end up rematching with some people and they're like, didn't we already match? And I'd be like, ignore, unmatch, <laughs> goodbye. It's weird when you see them on like other apps too. Yeah. And then you still continue to match and you're like, hmm, so we recognize each other, but you're not going to message me and I'm not going to message you. Good good deal. Nice seeing yeah. you. It's like if you have the same commute as somebody every single day, but you never really acknowledge each other. I I think I've gotten really good at online stalking, though. It's funny because Sarah, like my sister-in-law, she was like, hey, like I'm trying to like me and my friend are trying to figure out if her son or whatever got his girlfriend pregnant or if she's pregnant with someone else. Can you go stalk on Facebook to figure this out? And I was like, hey, listen, like I'm I'm good, but I'm not that good. (laughs) Like I can't do a paternity test or a DNA thing here. 
Like, I can only find out as much as people want to share on social media. Yeah, unless they're sharing their sex tape. Um, I, I, don't, I don't think so. I don't think you're going to find an answer to that. If anyone has any tips on how I can do this. This was about eight years ago. I'm sure I can find out if they had the baby. <laughs> Did you ever find out if he was the dad? Uh, oh, um, no. You didn't find out? Or no, he is not the He's dad? not the dad. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, so he's just raising the kid for the last eight years. Let me go tell him right now. I guess that's my knowledge of like dating apps. Is there anything else that I might have missed? I mean, there's a lot of apps out there. Things okay. have changed. Do you want me to list all of them? Yeah. Okay. List all the popular ones. Um. So Hardcade, I've talked about before. That one's pretty popular. Mm-hmm. Or it, it's not popular, but it was like the new like hip thing that we've been seeing in our city. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like as a reminder, it's kind of like love is blind. You don't see each other, but you just match and you just talk. And like a chat butler will give you questions. And then you both have to consensually match. And then it will reveal your profile. There's also... Oh, there's also a cool one called The League. It's supposed to match you with working professionals. I personally have not tried it. But when I was reading about it, apparently there is a waiting list for it. Like, it's apparently, like, super elite. Like, they only want you if, like, you're hot and you have a really good, like, high-paying job. Again, where is that line that goes for this is networking and this is actually a date? Huh, that is a, that is a good point. Because it's like, if they want you because you're hot, like, why? Like, why do you need someone who's hot to network with? Hey, man, I don't make the rules. I'm just telling you. Uh, there's also plenty of fish. Um, so this one, I had heard positive things from my friend about it. And she was like, oh, yeah, like my cousins, like they met up on here. Like they're married now. It's great. Great apps. Success rate. Um, but when I tried it, like, it's weird because I put my preference as men, but girls still message me. And they're like, hey, like, I'm not looking for anything. I, like, I have a boyfriend. Like, I just want f- some friends. I'm like, how did you get in here? This is weird. But then they start asking me for, like, very weird personal things. They're like, hey, like, your brows look great. Like, I think we're the same, like, body size, too. Like, do you want to, like, swap pictures or something? And I'm like, okay. Okay, calm down here. I'm not going to get scammed like this so quickly. And this happens a lot on Plenty of Fish. Um. Again, I don't know if they changed it. It's been a while since I've used it. It's a funny app, though. Um, there's also Coffee Meets Bagel. That's That was pretty popular. A lot of my friends had also used this and got success. Um, I think I got bored of it and deleted it pretty quickly. What's that your, me deleting things. <laughs> what's your definition of success? Uh, as in, like, they're in relationship, like, three okay. years strong. Almost engaged. For wow. Yeah. How so, are people almost engaged? They've been talking about rings. Ah, okay. So they both consensually know about this. Okay. Um, but that one you get matches at noon for some reason. Because that's and when you... lunchtime is. Oh <laughs> that's why coffee meets big. Ah, smart. But also like I'm an impatient person and I don't want to wait till twelve. Yeah. At least it gives you something to look forward to every day. Let's see what Coffee Meets Bagel shows me today. Yeah. Some prospects, some suitors. It, it's like a shot of dopamine. Is it? I, 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 I well, that's a, that's a big reason why I used, like, dating apps, like, back in the day. Because it was, like, 
tell me I'm pretty. Like, you know, Trixie Tang um, from like Fairly Odd Parents. That's true. Validation. Yeah, exactly. Actually, that's a good point. I think maybe I get it for like a little bit and then I delete it because (laughs) I was like, okay, I'm done. People have told me I'm pretty enough. I can delete it. (laughs) Whenever you go through a rough patch, you like download all the apps and then you're like, oh, I'm okay now. Delete all apps. Also, like, please make sure you're 18 or older. Don't also don't set your age to 18 and be like, haha, I'm actually only 16 or 17. That's dangerous. Too. Like, I don't get how on people's profile, they're like, oh, I'm not actually this age. I'm this age. I just don't know how to change my profile. Like, are you stupid? It's not that hard. You go to settings and change your age. Yeah. Unless you're younger than 18, then it doesn't let you change it to like 18 plus. There are people in their 20s like doing this. I think the worst advice I got related to age was from my friends who were like, oh, um, you should set your age preferences to 35 and older. And I said, pardon, I am a baby. I am at the time I was like 22. And I was like, no, I just graduated. I'm not I'm not looking for 35 year old or 40 year old. And she was like, oh, yeah, it's actually great. Like guys in their 30s or 40s know what they want. Um, and like, they're not afraid, like they're very confident. Like, that's what you want. That's who you want to be with. And I was like, OK, what if they have kids? Like, you want to go out with someone with kids that you, you're going to be like the same age as their daughter or son. And she was like, yeah, it's, it's happened a couple times. Make up. Right, to each their own. I will, like, it maybe set your radius farther, but I wouldn't necessarily set your age above a certain amount if you're not willing to go up to that amount. Yeah, maybe it also goes back to, like, a sugar daddy thing. Yeah, there's other apps for that. So apparently, like, on the guy's version, like, girls, or maybe for Americans, but girls will drop their Venmo more likely. Mm. They'll be like, um pay me five dollars and see what happens or things like that so maybe like sugar daddies can come from all apps yeah i guess i i don't know don't do that either i don't like that it's it feels scummy um you're just in it for the money go on only fans i also i don't think we have venmo yeah that too e-transfer interact e-transfer because it's like it's not the time or place we have so many apps and everything's so specialized now like there's if you want to do that there's apps for you i guess that's like a thing with like being a female i've never run into bots but i think males do it like it happens to males all the time i've accused someone of being a bot oh uh how did you prove that they were not a bot i didn't it was just like oh are you a bot? And they said no. And I said, sounds like something a bot would say. <laughs> ah, end of conversation. Yeah, then they unmatched me. Oh, that's okay. But it's for the best. I don't yeah. want to be with a bot. Like, girls have a sixth sense about these things, and mm-hmm. we kind of have to. So I think girls are pretty cautious when it comes to online dating. Yeah, because it's like, the, it's the whole safety thing too, right? Like, mm-hmm. even if you don't end up meeting up, it's like, you don't know what could happen from this person just seeing your face. Like yeah. they could start stalking you just based on that. And it's not hard to find people through social media, as Maggie has pointed out. It's always a little sketch to me when people don't have social media. I don't have. We've been through this. Yeah. And I told you your sketch, right? Okay. Well, it's, I like being invisible. Okay. We're back with our special guest. Um, we have Nick, friend of the podcast, longish time listener. Nick, say hi to the people. Hello, people. Great. Thanks, Nick. So it just goes to show that if you're a longish time listener and you're a fan of us, we're going to have you on our show at one point or another. Um, So we were on the discussion of online dating because the perspectives of two ethnic women are not enough. We need to have a guy in here, too. 
Oh, and we could do like an advice segment. Like maybe if you didn't do this, we would have swiped right. Ooh. Yeah. Maybe if you weren't holding a fish, we would have swiped right. We oh talked about how many fish sticks there are. <laughs> or is, horse is there, girls. Is thing, yeah. Is there the same thing for guys too? Like do girls hold fish picks? Uh, damn. What's like the most common? There's like so many girls on camels for some reason. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's me. Uh, yeah, I was like, Maggie has a picture on a camel. <laughs> Sorry. Nah. Um. Yeah, I think like for girls, I don't know what the stereotypes are. I yeah, I heard for guys though, it's like on Tinder, it's like a shirtless rock climbing photo and mm. like fish pics. Um. Yeah, I don't know what it is for girls. Oh, I guess like standing like at a party holding alcohol, like. <laughs> Some girls will literally be holding a drink in every single one of their photos. Yeah. It's the same with for guys, too. Like, um, if you swipe in, like, a university town, it's, like, picture of guy at 12 in, like, 12 bars shirt with his bros. Picture of guy at club in 12 bars shirt with his bros. Picture of guy drinking or playing beer pong. But yeah. he's never alone. He's always with a bro and you can't tell who he is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, there's that problem with girls, too, sometimes. There's never a single photo. It's always like group. I wonder if they do that on purpose. Yeah, because then you it's like if one of them's hot, then you swipe. Yeah, but you, you take the gamble. Yeah. yeah. Strategic. Which apps have you tried and for how long? So like I've tried basically all of them that is that are free and aren't sketch. Like eHarmony. Only because of that one time I did it as a prank and it's like ten pages long. Probably not that one. What? Oh, sorry, <laughs> you've tried eHarmony? Wait, you have tried eHarmony? No, I have not. I did, oh, it, as have a, not. I did it as a joke. Oh, yeah. I thought that was for like middle-aged people. That's yeah. what I said earlier. Yeah, it's like after the first divorce kind of thing. Um, I don't think there's one that I've tried that's longer than the other. Um, I think I get them all for like a consistent amount of time. Maybe OkCupid in the beginning for a longer time because I was like, oh, the other apps are all like sketch. They're all just like hookup apps. I'm not looking for that. Um, but then... Like I now it's just like, oh, whatever. Like it's an app. Like what's going to cost me? It's just for some fun. It's fine. What about you, Nick? Uh, yeah, I, I downloaded like Tinder at like 22. So like, I guess about a year, year and a half ago or something. Yeah. That one, it's like, I thought it was pretty good, but then I think like maybe like two months ago or something, I downloaded Bumble. And realize that one's like way better. A lot less like weird people. People actually like put more attention to detail into their profile, like where they actually work and stuff. So it's like you can like kind of tell if someone's like a waste you. Uh no eHarmony for me. Like when I was younger, I did like everything. I keep on saying when I was younger because it's been so like it's been a while. So it's like how old are you really? <laughs> like the last time I think I was on one was like five years ago. So um a lot has changed since then and but like i used everything like hot or not plenty of fish i think i went on once bumble um tinder uh okay cupid like everything just to be like what is out there and like i don't know it's fun like uh, like sign up processes suck but it's fun to see like what each interface was like and which one was like better because it was in the beginning right like things were just starting up during that time like there was a lot of developments happening like very quickly um, some not so good, like sh- being able to share pictures on Tinder. Like, I don't think that was well thought out. You yeah. used to be able to share stories, which not good because, y- you know, um, 
wanted dick pics. Yeah. And then. Why would you put that in the story? <laughs> no, just... I'm not going to judge. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's the same reason of like, why do you wear a trench coat and flash people out in the park? I'm sure it's very similar. Would you say a dating app has ca- caught up to Tinder? I don't know. Like, at least like in my friend group, I feel like Bumble's like the one you t- like if you want like a more serious relationship, you go on Bumble. I feel like Tinder's just like kind of a meme now. Hmm. It's, I don't know. Like the people I talk to, it's like they're all like from like uni or like hmm. in uni. I mean, yeah, I find like Bumble's more like, I don't know, like people in their 20s that actually want like a relationship. Uh, just from my personal experience. Um, okay, so what are your experiences with each of them? Do you spend effort in creating your pictures or your bio, your profile? Wanda, did you do this in the past? Um, I kind of... <laughs> so in the beginning, kind of, and then I morphed into not really at all. So like I used this one picture from prom in high school as like my first picture for like a very long time. And then I stopped caring. So then I used this one picture where I'm photoshopped on top of like the Spart like the Spartan and 300 where it, they yell like, this is Sparta. But then mine says, this is Wanda. And then that was the picture I used for a really long time because I just didn't care anymore. And then- Not the one you ran for student council president. I don't know, actually. I vaguely it- remember you had a Facebook group and you had that picture as the cover p- photo. I also had it as my cover photo on Facebook back in the day, which it's kind of weird, though, because the picture, like the head of the picture is from when I was in grade 10. So like it feels a little bit catfishy and like uh, I've seen the picture and I can tell you it's not catfishy. You're you're good. Okay. But also like your your mouth is open like you were yelling. Yeah. Um, it's the best picture. Yeah. Hence my I stopped caring. Anyways, what about you? Do you spend time curating your profile? Um. I think it's tricky because people take bad pictures of me. I think I'm not a photogenic person and I think my friends take bad pictures of me. And so I think it's a little bit tricky and I I think I can only curate it so much. I have like pictures that I think I'm, I'm okay with and then I use those ones. But generally my rule of thumb is like don't take it too seriously and make it something that you like or that you would laugh at. Be, be yourself be genuine because if the other person doesn't like it then it's probably not a good match anyways yeah that's why i use the spartan <laughs> picture to really weed out the people it's a good picture i still have it i have a six foot version of it too i yeah I, <laughs> it's yeah it's it's a picture yeah anyways what about you nicholas uh yeah so i like when I first downloaded the app, I realized that I had no good photos of me. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think like bef- before I downloaded it, I was I spent like a little while just like accumulating good photos. So you know, I went to the rock climbing gym, took off my shirt and took a photo. <laughs> you know, everyone needs that. And then yeah, like uh after work, like I went with my dog and uh, you know, my friend helped me take a bunch of photos and then I looked at them. And I didn't like my hair, so I made her retake them all again. <laughs> and yeah, I just like I actually like put some effort into actually uh, getting photos that looked half decent because yeah, I'm not that photogenic either, so I don't normally just have good photos on my phone. So I actually had to put in some effort. Feel that one. Took the dog, huh? You took the get them with the dog. <laughs> so I think there is a difference. Like guys will put a little bit more effort in. 
And my friend was telling me like her coworker had hired a photographer for the weekend to like follow him around the city. And he would like just be candid and the photographer would take pictures. And it was like super expensive. It was like a really like high end photographer. But I guess like he got the profile he wanted. What? Honestly, Wait, isn't like how you actually look more important? Uh, I don't, I don't know what he was thinking. Uh, I respect it. Like, if you don't have pictures, I guess. Maybe ask your friends first. I noticed, like, a strategy, actually. Like, if the first profile is, like, them kind of, like, far away, and I can't really see their, what their face looks like, then I'll, I'm more likely to, like, actually look through the profile, and then I'm more likely to swipe right. So, yeah. yeah. Take, take notes, everyone. Mm. Do both of you, like, read bios, or is it more of, like, a depending on how hot they are, you might read the bio. I'll read the bio. Always? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, no. I just, like, if they're not attractive, I'll be like, can the bio make up for it? So both of you are, like, <laughs> okay, always bio point. people. No, if they're hot, I'll just swipe right. But oh. if they're not, then I'll be like, <laughs> let's see if the bio can win me over. <laughs> no, there is a catch point too, because if they're too hot, I don't trust it. Like, if it's like a super, like, good-looking person, like, their shirt is off, abs and everything, like, oh, that's left. No, I don't trust What? Why? Because it could be, because, like, okay, we had this whole thing where it's, like, hot people, like, that we don't trust them. Like, they need to grow up a little bit ugly. Like, if they're too hot, they can't be trusted. So, if she matches with you, it means you're the perfect amount of attractiveness, where she's not suspicious. I, I don't mean that. How do you react if they don't have a bio? it depends sometimes i get like sometimes i'm like when i use a swipe i was like i get into those moods where i was like very desperate for like matches so that i would swipe right anyways but then there's other times where i was like super super picky and i'm like oh no bio you're not worth my time swipe left you ever get like swipe regret where you're like oh why did i swipe on that like what what was i thinking what was the match yeah but then you feel bad because then they message you why did you unmatch they can't that you unmatch them I mean, yeah, but then it's like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. Like, I, I didn't realize what I was doing. Oh, okay. No one else goes through that. Okay. No, I don't really go through. Um, and I think this is one of those things that are like females have it better on dating apps than males do because um, you get lots of matches. Like, I was telling Maggie this yesterday where when I used to use it, I would get offended if someone didn't swipe right on me because every single other match would have been like an automatic match. So then, like, if I got to someone and, it, like, I swiped right and it wasn't like, it's a match, I'd be like, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with me? In general, I, I think I agree, too. Actually, no. At the beginning, I did not agree. I thought that girls had it harder. But now I see. Now that I have put more thought into it, I think that guys have it harder. Would you agree, Nick? Yeah. I, I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. But, like, I feel like the guys just, like, they're kind of picky. But I feel like they kind of just do, like, the initial, like scrub like filter they'll be like they'll swipe on like i guess like 80 percent of the people they like but they won't really put in the, the effort so like 20 percent of the people they swipe on they don't actually like and then when the girl kind of like actually picks the people they like and then after a few match then like i found like at least on tinder like the guys usually message first so the guy will only like message the people that he actually likes mm -hmm. like i've i've like swiped and like Sometimes I'll just like swipe right on a bunch of people and then I don't realize like, yeah, I've, I've matched with people that I literally have still not messaged because, but I don't want to be rude and unmatched. I go, so we both go to the same thing. Dan, why do you think it's rude though? Like you're not, 
you're not doing anything. They'll not like they won't find out about it. That's lazy. Yeah, I guess so. Like that's true. I guess you can't really if you actually care about what other people think, then you'll like burn out really fast. That's what I found. Like if you actually like put too much thought into like everything, then I feel like you'll burn out. Mm. Cause yeah. Actually, I didn't realize this. And then I saw in like the Bumble settings, it has like all these like links on stuff. It's like how to deal with rejection, like how to deal with like dating burnout and all this stuff. Because yeah, like when I first downloaded, I was like overthinking everything. I was like, what's the perfect message to say? And then I'd send it and then a person wouldn't message back and be like, damn, I just wasted my time. I like overthought everything, I guess. But now I'm just like myself. So I guess that's better anyways. I think the thing is, it's just like, don't take uh it too personally if someone doesn't match with you don't take it too personally if someone doesn't respond to you um and then make sure you get check yourself before you wreck yourself from dating burnout effort into it i guess because like when i do stuff i like to mm-hmm. like i guess almost like a perfectionist it's yeah. so, like i took it almost like a side job kind of thing like i was like i was like on reddit and stuff like being like you know actually trying to like research like what's the best like what's the best pickup line like how do you respond to these things that thing and then then after that I realized like oh shit like I could finesse the person and like say the perfect thing but then eventually they're gonna find out that that's not me I just wanted to like match with everyone and everyone to like me but they they gotta like Nick you know not like the the theoretical perfect person to respond can you give us an example of what reddit has said um oh i guess like one pickup line that works pretty well oh what was it oh yeah do you want to steal my comfiest sweater or something and then whatever they say then you say like okay i have like these two sweaters and then like pick one and you like explain them and then the person like picks a sweater and they say okay i'll make sure to wear that on the first date and then you say by the way when is that oh um so the other day, me and Maggie were kind of talking about it where like if you when you first start dating, you have to try to or like you don't have to be, but like most people put on this like facade of like a better version of who they are or like a better version of who they think they are. So then like only after a while do you get comfortable and be like, ah, yes, this is truly like me. So like, do you find that you guys like do that where um, just like talking to people you haven't like fully let go yet? Um, I guess like I, I act myself, but like once in a blue moon, you have to like cancel because like an emergency comes up or like something with like work. Mm-hmm. It's like I try to like avoid those like once in a while things like at the beginning, just because like they might be like, oh shit, maybe this isn't once in a while. And I was like, I don't want them to get the wrong impression, you know? It's like so you're gonna I like flake a lot more. Like once you get to know them, you'll be like, I have so many emergencies. <laughs> I have been hiding this from you. No, I guess not. It's just like, it's like, if there's any possible way to avoid said mer- emergency, then I will do it. Maybe I shouldn't do that, though. Because, yeah, if they're not understanding, and like, they just like judge me and think that like, I'm like lying to them. Like, oh, man, it's like your grandfather died again. It's gonna happen <laughs> on the daily. I don't bullshit. But I think there is like a honeymoon phase, though. Maybe I'm, I like to think that I'm genuine throughout the process. But maybe I'm like a nicer version of myself. I like to think that I'm like a like a genuine person throughout the whole like I like how I would talk to people is like how I talk to my friends. That's like the ideal scenario, anyways. And my whole thing is like, okay, if they don't like my personality, like they can't handle it, then whatever. Fine. How long did it take for you and Jordan to for you to be like, oh, 
I am myself now. Uh, pretty fast. We were like friends before. And I think about it now and it's like, it's very like, because that's like my least favorite part. It's like the discomfort that comes before like the comfort of like a long-term relationship, I guess. Yeah, I didn't end up being like a better version of myself because I was like, oh, whatever, we're just friends. Like nothing's going to come out of this anyways. So it's like, I'm just going to be the me who's flaky, me who's lazy, me who's really aggressive when it comes to opinions. And, uh, and like, I asked a lot of like personal questions, like very quickly, because like, I didn't really care. Like, it was just like, I just wanted to know because like, I'm just that type of person. Like, I'll be like, I'll be like, do you want kids? Do you want to get married? Why not? Like, like all of those things. And like, I didn't care because I was like, oh, you're just a friend to me. You asked him why not? Yeah. Uh, We're going to have Jordan on (laughs) next week for him to dispute this. I, I actually I think I ask these questions a lot because like now it's gotten to the point where it's like I'm so tired of like um like if I'm just like dating around for fun or whatever so it's like every if like every single relationship is like what do you think about marriage what do you think about kids because it's like I need to know that these things like align and if they don't then I'm like I don't need this relationship on the first date you're like what do you think about marriage what do you think about kids I honestly I would ask them before we even met up if I met them online or something for like this example, um, I would be like, do you want to get married eventually? Do you want to have kids? And if that doesn't align, then I'm like, I don't need to go on this date. But that's just me because I I like to know things now. Like I've gotten to the point where I'm very straightforward about the things I need to know. And then everything else I'm like, eh, I don't really care about. I guess moving on, like what would you recommend for viewers who are having trouble getting matches? Maggie. Um, I mean, I don't really advice for both guys and girls. Um, I only have generic advice, like be be yourself, be genuine. Like if you're not getting matches, wait, no, I take it back. Okay, be yourself, but be cooler than yourself. Be you, but don't overdo it. You know what I mean? We literally like, just talked about the fact that you should be yourself and be fully yourself, and then you're like by the way, don't be all of yourself. Don't, don't overdo it because like, I think maybe because our sense of humor is like, maybe not for everyone. Oh, wait, no, maybe that's a good, ah, uh, see, it's a cash 22. Okay. Mm-hmm. Be yourself. I take it back. Pictures do matter. Like first impression does matter. Like if you don't have any pictures of yourself, get a friend to do it. Get some friends to take nice pictures of you. Be yourself. Um, Maybe, like, have another person look over your profile just in case. Um, See if there's any spelling mistakes or something in there. Um, I think, too, something that's worked is, like, have, like, a call to action or something funny in your bio. I think, like, that helps. Like, people will message you or help. And I think it's, it's important for people to know, like, if you're not getting matches, like, don't worry about it. Like, don't take it too seriously. It's a fun thing. Have fun with the process. Nicholas? Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, just like make sure, like have a friend look over to make sure there's no red flags. Take some photos. If you have a pet, then, you know, include that pet. I don't have a pet, but I have siblings. Should I put my sibling in there? No, because that way it's like... Have a pet. Okay, so... Some up as a pet? (laughs) Yes, but also no, gross. People use like babies in their pictures and they have... It's kind of weird to me because it's like, great, you have a baby, but also is that your kid? 
I think that's the same thing with like a sibling. It's like, is that your friend? Is that your boyfriend? Is that your girlfriend? Is that your like, you know, like it's very confusing. This is my pet. <laughs> yeah, but if they're dressed up like a dog, then Ew. you don't want in on that family. I think like a lot of profiles will have like them like posing with another guy, and then in the bio, it'll like be like, by the way, the third photo is my brother. <laughs> just like, just because they have to clarify that because it it looks like they're literally with their boyfriend it's like okay yeah so don't post confusing pictures like that maybe just don't post pictures with the opposite sex it's just it's just kind of odd yeah especially if it's like you know you have your arms around them Mm -hmm. then it it might create the wrong impression and people will be too lazy to like think about it so they'll be like i'm gonna just swipe left to avoid this mess yeah (laughs) don't want in on this family what is this alabama (laughs) (laughs) Um, my general advice is uh, be attractive and uh, don't be unattractive. This is this is um our slash Tinder's advice too. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's it's not wrong, yeah. but uh, mm-hmm. not it's not great advice. Like, sorry if you're ugly, but also being ugly is subjective. Like, your ugly is someone else's not ugly. Yeah, my mom thinks I'm handsome. So with all this talk about being online have you ever met anyone off of a dating app and how did it go maggie yes um i think in general it's been okay i will say though i think girls are more cautious like you know like the pre thing like when you even meet up with someone you have to tell all your friends not all your like a couple people like where you're going like you want them to know exactly where you're going like you're going to be prepared just in case um and i think that's just something that I don't know, maybe guys have to do it, but it's mostly a girl thing. Um, I've been lucky enough that nothing bad has happened. I think it's good. I think only like one time that I was like, oh, I could potentially get killed. I must leave now. And I'm like very glad that like I told my friends. Um, but other than that, like not bad. Are you going to share the story? Um, he kept trying to take me to like a second location. It's like, it's going to take like 10 minutes. Like just come outside to this forest. And I was like, what? What do you mean go outside to this forest? No, thank you, sir. I must leave now. I must go home. Um, Wait, look, like he told you to meet him somewhere and then he changed the location last minute. He's like, actually, can we meet in the, the forest beside yeah, the Starbucks? So, so we were already at coffee and then he was like, hey, like, let's go for 10 minutes into this forest. Like, I just need 10 minutes. And I was like, no (laughs) i just need 10 minutes to kill you and i don't know why 10 minutes i don't know how he timed things so i would say to people also my advice is talk to them online for a little bit longer like maybe not there's like get to know someone for like at least a week or something and then and then maybe meet up with them get get a good vibe of them see if they have serial killer vibes and that's why i was saying before i don't trust anyone who doesn't have social media because i need to stalk them a little bit make sure that they're a real person and I can contact their parents in case they try to kill me. Yeah, because that's what you're going to do. Not call 911, but be like, I have <laughs> I your parents on your speed mom. dial. She is going to find out what, you're gonna, what you did tonight. Yeah, I think, wouldn't they be more scared of their mom than 911? What, what are the police going to do? Let's be real here. Look at what's happening in the news. Nothing. What can moms do? A lot. The objective of the game is you want every round there's going to be a judge. You want the judge to choose your person. So each person is going to um, get like 10 white flags, we'll call them, and it's going to be good character traits. 
And they're also going to get five red flags, which are going to have like pretty shitty traits. So one person will be the judge each round. They don't get to play. And the other two people will try to create the perfect partner for the judge by selecting two white flags. And then each the opposite person will try to ruin the perfect date by throwing in the red flag. So as an example, it could be like, I choose for Nick. This person is a great conversationalist. They're funny. Wanda throws in. Yes, but they also sell um, sell meth on the side. And then it goes on for the other person too. And then Nick will have to choose which person he likes. And then at the end, we'll total up the scores, see who wins. This person, Nick, actively listens to you and wants to be involved in your life. And um, your parents love them. Do I say the red flag? Um, yeah, okay, say your red flag. But they are 20 years younger than you. Not the worst thing in the world. I think it is. <laughs> Especially because they're in our 20s. <laughs> you're four years old. <laughs> no wonder your parents love them. <laughs> okay. Um, they smell great. You're, this person, this perfect person, smells great all the time and has the most attractive face you've ever seen but they are two children in a trench coat nice okay i see what you did there oh no so now we will take our turns making our case um my children are uh my children the children in the trench coat are slightly older than four years old so like if that makes you feel any better and also, who cares what your parents think realistically about like no, four and six year olds? Love them. Like, don't you want like a happy life with them and someone who listens to you and is involved in your life? But like, great. have great. you seen their face? Like, they're so attractive. Like, they're just like perfectly the perfect amount of face attractiveness. When you get to a hundred, they're they'll still be looking great. They'll be like, "Whoa, Nick, how did you get with this great person?" And your parents, your parents are dead. Um, (laughs) okay they want to be involved in your life that's so great you get two for the price of one Hmm. as a disclaimer we do not encourage this we do not want wait i'm confused if are both of their faces attractive or it's just one of their faces attractive the one that's on top you can have creative liberty with it either way it's still two children in a trench coat yeah but they could be slightly older children consider that it's more socially okay, but, acceptable but will your parents love two children or the one children but it's not about your parents it's about you right and you looking but at them you're like wow they're very attractive nice to have two like, attractive your- people um, okay nick make your decision who's and gonna they win? smell great wait can i break up with them mm, no oh. <laughs> this is you're mating for life <laughs> Which is good, because when you're older and you're all wrinkly and stuff, they'll still be young. Yeah. Children! Yeah, I I think I'm going to have to go with, like, the the second one. The smells great, attractive face, and two children (laughs) in a trench coat. Um, So, what really sold you about that one? Okay, so, like, I got to think about it like this. So, the first one, they're four years old. And I don't even know if they're attractive. Yeah, and they're obviously only listening to me because they're like a four-year-old, and of course my parents are gonna love a child. So there's really not not much going on with the first one. The second one, I'm gonna assume like a child could be like up till 
15. So, like, I guess, like, that has a smaller age gap. So it would still be weird, probably for, like, 10 years until, like, they're, like, 25. And I think if I'm, like, 36, that would be less weird. So I'd have to, like, wait 10 years before I actually, like, date them and it's not weird. Ah, that's called grooming. I guess, like, two for the price of one. Yes. So... Yeah, and a free uh, trench coat. And <laughs> <laughs> a disclaimer, we don't want this. Uh, grooming is bad. Uh, child pedophilia is bad. Um, this is for a game. Yeah, I feel like both of these things are going to end up with me in jail. But <laughs> yeah. I'm choosing the one that's the the least. Okay, the least one weird. child in jail is okay. Like when it, like one child, but now you have two children you're grooming. Good luck getting out of jail, buddy. <laughs> okay, so my white flags is best sex ever and every time they kiss you a hundred dollars appears in your bank account god damn it i also had that white flag what the heck mate <laughs> wait so did i you really really wanted that one across huh wait this was 1 a.m so excuse me for that i don't know what happened okay it's fine okay um so their red flag is that um Yes, but you have to call them daddy all the time. Like, even out in public and everything. Your perfect guy is friends with all your favorite celebrities and always willing to do things for you without you asking. For Red Flag, has the mentality of a third grader. Both are, both are not so great. Can you both please make your case? Because both sound kind of rough. First one, not so bad, though. I mean, not great, but I don't want the mentality of a third grader. Um, Wait, what, was, what was the red flag for mine again? You have to call them daddy all the time, even out in public. Yeah, okay. So, like, I think that's not even that bad, because you guys could just, like, see, so you make $100 every time you kiss the person. So you guys could just live on a yacht and there won't be anyone around to be embarrassed by you having to call them daddy all the time. Yeah. Or just... <laughs> but you're going to isolate away all your friends? Are you really going to let your mom not judge you for the fact that you have to call them daddy all the time? Or all of your friends, like, judge you and stuff? Yeah. And can, like, whisper it. Like, if they had a mentality of a third grader, then you could just shape them however you want them to. Like, they're so easily malleable. Their brains are so soft and squishy still. So you could be like, hey, do this for me. And they'd be like, yes. And they were like, hey, worship me. And they're like, yes. Also, uh, us, third graders were mean to us and bullied us. <laughs> yeah, third graders are, are horrible. You're going to end up like, every time you get in an argument with them, they're just going to like slap you and run away. So do you really want that? Also, you could just move to another country where daddy doesn't mean anything and speak in foreign language. Um, but, like, why would you not want to hang out with all your favorite celebrities all the time? Like, Dua Lipa, your crush of the week. Imagine if you were friends with her. Oh, my God. That'd be so great. What about, like, Taylor Swift? Bill Hader and uh, Timothy Chalamet and yeah. all of those, like, wonderful people. But I can only be friends with them. Mm. Yeah, mm. plus the fame's going to get to you. You don't really know what'll happen. 
oh yeah, you'll be hanging out with them. They'll look at you as a lesser because you're not famous and rich like them. No, they're all down to earth people. I only like celebrities. <laughs> I think what oh, is Wanda's really a third grader, huh? I mean, it's not great, but like the whole like does like knows what to do without asking. That's great. Yeah, see, malleable third grader. That's what you want. Wait, <laughs> wait. So Wanda won because you picked her red flag. No, wait. She you won picked... because she had the white flags. Yeah. Oh yeah, shit. I was and... the one that said that. Okay, yeah. never mind. <laughs> My bad. Oh man. Because I wanted a third. <laughs> yeah, that was the red oh, flag. No. You're like, yes, I'm slaughtering you guys. So Wanda's the judge. Nick, you can go first. Oh yeah, money will never be an issue. I really like these money ones. <laughs> I'm not a gold digger. Yeah, is the perfect amount of honest to you? And okay. Red flag. But they write erotic Donald Trump fan fiction. Honestly, is that a is that a red flag? Yeah, I guess you're as if they like Donald Trump and they like you. Do you really want to be in that same Venn diagram? But like they could just write about it. Anyways, okay, go on. <laughs> What's your white flags? Okay, so my white flag is they own an island in the Bahamas. And when you are with them, you don't gain a single pound when you eat bad food. Mm. It's the red flag. Believes Ben Shapiro is the next Masala. <laughs> or Masai. Ooh, uh, both racists, I see. Um, okay, pitch your sell, sell your, sell your men to me. Okay, mine isn't bad. You love vacation. Like the Bahamas, you get a private island. Great. Um, and you can eat as much as you want without gaining like a pound. That's that's pretty great. Like think of all the potatoes you could eat in Bahamas. Very specific. Like, <laughs> Just potatoes, <laughs> not anything else. You can drink all you want. You can you can do anything you want. Like twenty four seven eating, no worries at all. Don't worry about getting fat. Um, so what? He thinks Ben Shapiro is the next Messiah. He's not going to act on it. Not a big deal for my guy. Money is no issue, so he's going to buy an island in the Bahamas and whatever else cool stuff you want. Uh, he's the perfect amount of honest, so then you'll never have to worry if they're lying to you. I guess like the erotic Donald Trump thing, you know, that's like something he does in his own time. He doesn't like sign it with his name, so you don't have to be embarrassed because no one knows about it. No, he's pretty proud. What? Okay. <laughs> well, well, the, yeah. the um, guy who thinks Ben Shapiro... <laughs> He's definitely yeah. acting on that Messiah thing. <laughs> you'll be you'll be known as like the wife of a guy who writes erotic Donald Trump fan fiction. Is that who you want to be associated with? Is that your brand? I'm gonna just tell you right now, the choice is pretty easy. Um, I'm choosing the Donald Trump uh fan fiction. It's Ben Shapiro being the next Messiah is a bit too racist for me. But, like, the other one is, like, he doesn't have to be in love with Donald Trump. He just likes to write about Donald Trump. And, it like, it could be, like, embarrassing him, you know? Fiction. Yeah, but he it's, like, he's creative. And, like, he's a good writer. And he has hobbies of his own. And I support that. But like, So you won't be offended that he, when, so he always thinks about Donald Trump when he's with you. But, like, that's not true. No, you said he wrote he writes not that he thinks about it all he the time to think about it That's to different. write it no Where authors get don't... these ideas from what was he doing with donald trump behind the scenes honestly i would like to know too so now nick is the judge yeah okay wanda you can go first okay their body and face are chiseled by the gods 
and they are they match your energy and sense of humor but they are always plotting to kill you 24 7 they have the same hobbies as you and they take the best pictures of you and know all your angles okay (laughs) uh they ate a person once one and I'll conclude again. Uh, my person's never eaten anyone, and they are maybe very unsuccessful. They're just plotting. They're not doing anything. It They're matter. plotting to kill you to eat you. Not to eat you though. That's that you can't you, you can't make that. it up. You can't make it go. You can't make it worse. My person. They only ate a person once. That means they tried it and they're like, not for me. Probably won't do it again. Yeah, for now. But like one day you're gonna come home and on the dinner table it's gonna be human meat and then they'll you won't know and they'll be like, haha, you ate human too. But they have the same hobbies as you. They know you don't enjoy that hobby, so they won't do it. Yes, but indirectly, because they ate human meat once, it could happen again. And then because that's their hobby, it could also be your new hobby. Wouldn't it be better if they were just really attractive and uh or a match for your energy and sense of humor imagine laughing all the time wouldn't you love to laugh because they're trying to kill you they're trying to catch you off guard yeah but it's just your sense of humor it's like an inside joke Mm. okay nick you choose damn i feel like the answer is like obvious it's like the eight human ones yeah it's only once Okay, you guys have some messed up priorities. One. Like, they, they ate, like, a part of a human, right? Like, they didn't eat the whole human. We don't know that. We don't know. <laughs> it's very unclear. They have not been perfectly honest with you. Can you imagine? You ate a whole human body, and you're like, not for me. Yeah, I think, like, the plotting to kill thing is kind of just, like, it's too hard of a red flag, because... They'll always, be, they'll always be trying to kill me. Yeah, but they, like, they look... What if they look at you, and they're like, hmm, I know what you taste like. Can you, it's like Hunter, and it's like in the wild or something. Can you really have a relationship with someone who's always trying to kill you? Can you really have a relationship with someone who looks at you like a meal? One time. (laughs) One time. Okay. You guys, I don't know how you guys agree on this one. I saw this one and I was like, "Mm, never. (laughs) Funny because we talked about this last night too. And you're like, this is my deal breaker. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently you guys don't think the same way. So, okay. Now it's my turn. They have the same vacation style as you and cooks all your favorite foods. Um, saw Borat once and now speaks and acts like Borat. Damn, this one's the best red flag I've seen. Thank you. I will send the compliments to the chef. Uh, as you mean, every uh sixth grader when Borat came out for white flags. I would say is a great conversationalist and can speak to animals. But they punch every barista they see. That's a lot. <laughs> you can't take them out in public now, can you? <laughs> I, I guess I don't have to take them to a cafe. Yeah, but like, what about like other places? Like what if their occupation is like a barista and he can sense it in them? So then he'll punch them anyways. Um, versus my guy who you know like Borat is well loved is an icon um he is 
uh, I don't know, a voice of a generation, you know? He cooks, has the same vacation style as you. Wouldn't it be great if you guys went on vacation together and you're and he's like, yeah, I'm down for whatever you're down for too because it's the exact same thing I'm down for. Nah, that's kind of lame. I feel like that's kind of like something that like is kind of like base level. Like if you guys <laughs> don't have, yeah, I, I mean, most people you would date would have the same vacation style. Uh, I don't know. So. I, feel like that one, I feel like that one's not magical enough. Like, imagine this dude can literally speak to animals. So even if you guys don't have the identical vacation style, every vacation you go on, he can literally just, like, talk to the animals and be like, yo, like, elephant, come over here and, like, let's go on a ride. He literally just go on a, a ride on an elephant's back. But, like, what if the animals are talking shit about you? And then he's like, hey, that elephant just talks shit about you. And now there's a whole new species of things to make fun of you nah but he's a great conversationalist so he would like never let you know that unless you needed to know that so. mm, i think that means he'll get along with the elephants <laughs> because they're talking yeah, shit about he'll, you he'll, he'll defend <laughs> you what if there were animal baristas you just can't, you okay can't but take i don't in public i don't get a small price to pay great conversationalist but <laughs> just like punch a barista like where in the conversation does that make sense he is often triggered. He had a traumatic experience with a barista as a kid. He walked into Starbucks. He said, I would like a medium coffee. And the barista was like, no, it's grande here. And then he, from that moment on, he has only vowed to punch baristas. This is a really in-depth backstory. Yeah, just... I would watch a movie about this. <laughs> yeah, but you wouldn't date him or marry him or spend the rest of his life, your life with him. Because like he's probably going to go to jail for assault. No, nah, but he's such a good conversationalist. He can, like, you know, get his way out of anything. Plus, imagine this Borat guy. He's going to end up in jail sooner or later just because someone, someone else is going to punch him in the face and kill him. Like, you don't want someone that sounds like Borat all the time. That would drive you insane. Sasha Baron Cohen has, like, kind of, like, good qualities, you know? Like, you could argue that Borat is, just, like, attractive to some people. The accent? Yeah. <laughs> And he's like, you know, he's curious and he's like, he like asked like the hard hitting questions, you know, and he cooks for you and he has like, he was on vacation with you. Like, you're so in sync. This is tricky because I cannot get through a Borat movie because I hated it so much. Are you serious? I I love the Borat movies. I I could not stand it. Um, But I also don't want to punch baristas. Wow, really? You're putting these two in the same category? Like, one is a, like, assault, and the other one is just, like, mildly annoying. I think Bora does a... Okay, actually, I take it back, because the clips I've seen, he was pretty, like, woke. Like, he, yeah. He, okay, I'll go... What? Nice. Three to one to one. I am sad about that. I thought I would have won. I, I, uh, I know both of you. I got this. <laughs> Even though this is the first time I've ever spoke to Nicholas, I know both of you. But you know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I just choose poor white flags. Yeah, I agree. I think you need to know your person. Or maybe you guys just have really a lot better red flags. I, uh, there, you guys have some questionable um, justifications for some red flags. That's for sure. Well, we have to win. It's a doggy dog yeah. You gotta Eight. justify it. There's some other messed up stuff out there. Eight people once. That's okay. It was only one time. One time. That's that's okay. I mean, like, realistically, no. I'm, I'm sure that's a deal breaker for many people. 
But for the purpose of this game, one time, it's fine. No big deal. Yeah. Uh, what about two times? Like, is that where you draw the line? Like in the game or like in real life? In the game. Um, Maybe they took like two bites. They're like the first time we're like, oh, I couldn't really get a good taste. Like, let's let's try again. And then they're like, oh, okay. Now I know I don't like it. Oh my god, okay. Never mind. Um, Nick, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, no, I would draw it three times because like then there's a pattern forming. But other than that, yeah. We gave him a chance to plug and he said eating <laughs> person three times is okay. Yeah, uh, famous last words. Um, those were yeah. the most important things that he could think of. Yeah, no, I, I have nothing to plug. Thanks for playing with us today. I won, as you can clearly see. So we'll conclude yeah. it this week with our question do you think there's still too much stigma around online dating i think yes um and i think the only way to be able to stop it is by you being more accepting of not only letting yourself go on it but also letting your friends and everything go on it and supporting them as they go on it and like tell people about it like why does it matter it's like people tell each other that they're dating people so why not tell people that you're online dating well thanks for watching like us wherever you get your social media follow us wherever you get your social media as well um listen to us wherever you get your podcasts like us and subscribe on youtube thanks for watching bye bye, bye.